Life is precious. And if we don't make the changes that will benefit us and everyone around us, we would waste our precious life. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the journey to personal growth transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. Happy New Year! Thank you for starting the year with me. Whether you are new or a longtime listener of the Language Alchemy podcast, I'm thankful you understand the importance of skillful communication to have meaningful relationships and a fulfilling life. In the month of January, the beginning of the year, like so many people, you may be thinking about the possibility of making changes in your life. Today, I want to talk about change and offer you some tools to support how you may be thinking about change. First of all, let's talk about your relationship to change. Do you love change? Are you allergic to it? Are you in between? Does it depend on the kind of change? In my work as a transformative communication teacher and coach, I meet people who say they want change, but when it's time to do the work and take the steps towards that change, there's a lot of resistance. Has that happened to you? Maybe you want to ask someone out, or maybe you want to tell your partner that you would like to go on a solo yoga retreat, or maybe you want to talk to your family about changing careers. But you end up not calling that person you're interested in, or you put off the yoga retreat conversation to another time and it never happens, or you keep working in the same field for another 10 years while you secretly fantasize about doing something completely different. Have you thought about what's behind that resistance to take the steps needed to have the change you want? If you take the time to reflect deeply on your resistance, what you will find is fear of change. Maybe you're afraid the person you want to ask out will say no and you will feel rejected. Maybe you're afraid that your partner and you will have an argument about how you spend money or how you don't spend enough time together. Or maybe you're afraid that your partner will get envious and resentful to stay at home and take care of the kids. Or maybe you're afraid your family will not support your new career or will not believe in you. Or you will hear your parents guilt trip you on and on about how they helped you pay for grad school and all that effort went down the drain. What blocks your ability to take the steps towards the kind of change you want to make in your life and relationship is not other people. It is actually internal. It is just simple fear. Yet, 
wherever there's life, there's change. If you are alive, and I am pretty sure you are, change is unavoidable. Consider this. For a seed to become a tree, that seed needs to go through thousands of changes. If there were no changes for seeds, we would most likely have no flowers, no shade, no shelter, no fruits, no nourishment, no oxygen, no trees. Can you imagine what it would be like if every seed resisted change? There would actually be no life on this planet. If after listening to the examples I gave you a few minutes ago, you are noticing that you would like to make a change, but some resistance is preventing you from taking the steps to make that desired change, then something you could do, in fact, it's something I do, is to notice the changing nature of plants, flowers, and trees. As someone who's had changes in almost every aspect of my life, I do this constantly. This can be useful for you as well to have a mindset shift. You too can take guidance from nature and follow the seeds example by number one, being aware that all life is on a continuum. And in this continuum, there are seasons. For example, when you look at nature, there's growth in the spring, expansion in the summer, going within in the fall, and letting go in the winter. When you are resisting change, you could tell yourself that this change will have its season. And that can help soften your resistance to change. A second thing you can do to be inspired by nature is to connect to the source of nutrients. The source of nutrients are not at the surface. No, you have to go to your inner depth. This means really getting to know yourself, your true qualities and capacities. A third message you can take from nature is that sometimes change needs to leave or break the current environment. For example, the seed cannot grow without breaking out of its initial protective shell. For you, that would mean that when you need to expand, you will need to befriend temporary discomfort to make room for your expansion, your change, your growth. You may need to leave your current internal environment. A fourth message you can take from nature when you notice that resistance to change is that you can consider that if that seed didn't change to become a tree, it would not be able to provide shelter, food, and support to other natural beings. You can think about how your change would contribute to the well-being of the people in your life or even people you haven't met yet. And the fifth piece of inspiration you can take from nature when you realize that you have resistance to take the steps for much-needed change, is that you can lean on other beings for support. Some trees grow strong roots that connect to other roots to get the support they need when they can't thrive by themselves. And many trees also rely on other natural beings, like birds, insects, and other plants. For you, 
depending on the kind of change we're talking about, you may need to consider having professional support. Someone who can help you move forward from the underlying fears. Someone who can help you see that there's some part of you who's giving you messages that life would be more fulfilling if things remained the same. Or that it is too scary to take the steps you need to make. Or that all you need to do is go back to the proverbial good old times. And when you are considering getting support to help you with the fear of change, you need to decide whether you need a coach or a therapist. Many people ask me about the difference. And I think it's useful to know because coaches and therapists both help people make changes, but they go about it differently. I'm going to share some differences between therapists and coaches to help you decide who to reach out for support. While both coaches and therapists will ask you about what kind of change you want in your life, a coach is going to help you understand your present experience, help you set goals, and help you develop the skills to achieve your goals. While a therapist is going to help you understand your life history and how your past environment and circumstances led you to the present issues. A second difference is that even though there are some therapists who also help you set goals, therapy is more process-oriented, while coaching is more action-oriented. So when you have a coaching session, you come away with an action to experiment with, and your coach has contact with you in between sessions to keep you accountable. While in a psychotherapy session, you are going to spend most of the time processing your life. You may come away of the session with greater understanding and awareness of your history, but not with an action. Also, a psychotherapist doesn't usually have contact with you in between sessions unless you contact them because you are in a crisis. Another difference is that the process of therapy doesn't have a determined period of time. You can expect to work with a therapist on a weekly basis for years, while coaching has a determined period of time because you're working on accomplishing specific goals. So when you work with a coach like me, a coach is going to offer you a package program that may last from three months to a year depending on the goals you want to achieve. Now, while coaching can be therapeutic, coaching doesn't diagnose or treat mental disorders. So if the changes you want to make are in the area of mental health, then the kind of support you need would be from a therapist. One more thing, the investment you make with a therapist or a coach is also different. The investment for coaching may seem high because you pay per month. However, in the end, you pay much less because you're not working with a coach for several years. When you do the math, the investment with a psychotherapist is actually higher because you pay per session and you have weekly sessions for years. Working with a coach or working with a psychotherapist are both helpful and have their uses. As you know, I'm a coach, and I have clients who work with me 
and they also work with a therapist. And about 50% of my clients are therapists. If you've been considering making changes and after listening to this episode, you realize that you are resisting making changes and you're ready to stop that resistance, then I urge you to get the support you need. I just finished teaching a workshop about making changes. And at the end of the workshop, many participants reached the same conclusion, that life is precious. And if we don't make the changes that will benefit us and everyone around us, we would waste our precious life. If you would like to honor your precious life and have me as your guide, check out the upcoming three-month group coaching programs that I'm offering this year. The first one starts on January 16th. These three-month programs are available to 10 individuals only. You can visit languagealchemy.com forward slash group coaching to find out more. Or if you prefer to receive one-on-one guidance, then you can go to languagealchemy.com forward slash new client. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. Today, we talked about change and resistance to change. When you resist change, it is because there's an underlying fear that's preventing you from taking the necessary steps to make the change you desire. When you experience resistance, something useful you can do is to take inspiration from nature. And I offered you five ways in which nature can get you inspired. I also urged you to get professional support if you now realize you need it. Two professionals who can help you dissolve the resistance to change are psychotherapists and coaches, and I explained the difference between them so you know who to reach out for support. And in the end, I invited you to connect with me if you'd like to have my coaching support within a context of a group by going to languagealchemy.com forward slash group coaching, or if you prefer one-on-one guidance, visit languagealchemy.com forward slash new client. I'll add all these links to the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and a special thanks to all the participants who came to the January 1st workshop called Enjoy Thriving Relationships. I'm so looking forward to hearing about the changes you'll make in 2024. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapo. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.